Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Blog Talk. Um, Psychic America, this is Tracy Brown. How are you today? Uh, today's date is July 27th, 2013. Um, and we've got a lot to discuss today. Returning with me today is Scarlett Cobina. And Scarlett Cobina works out of the Green Man Store. And the Green Man Store, as I announce every week, is located at 5712 Lancashire Boulevard. North Hollywood, California. The telephone number here um, is 818-985-2010. Um, and let me also announce that we absolutely have the best psychics here, um, the best mediums, the best. We have tea readers here. Um, we have readers for every ethnicity. We have Armenians and Jewish and Spanish and African Americans and you know, and and everything else. Like, we're just broad. We have, we have an Hawaiian, like, like come to us. Like, you want the best. You want some accurate, um, clean, accurate, you know, we're not charlatans by any means, um, authentic. Come to the Green Man. Check us out on thegreenmanstore.com um, or on Twitter at the Green Man Store or on Facebook, the Green Man Store. Um, with that being said, Scarlett is online. Let me see where she's at. So we have a lot to discuss today. Let me see if Scarlett is available. Hello, Tracy. Hi, Scarlett. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? So why aren't you um, in, in the studio? What happened today? I mean, I didn't mean it that way, like you do it all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's um, today I just actually have a lot of work to do at home. Um, and I, you know, as I said in the text, I, I the other commitment that I had there um, at the studio isn't happening. So I just figured I'd mm-hmm. serve on gas. And, and last week mm-hmm. we had such issues with the feedback. So I just, mm-hmm. you know, I figured we were sort of killing a lot of birds with one stone with me not actually being in the studio. <laughs> There's less mm-hmm. feedback, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's all good. So um, it's all good. But yeah, so you know, I went to Sam Ash. This is like the car center, you know, like they're like equipment places for the industry, the music industry, or vocal uh-huh. Yeah, and I talked to this guy. And I know exactly what I need to purchase because, you know, I want to, like, expand this to more than one psychic anyway. Do you know what I mean? So I sure. need to know this stuff anyway. However, um, I know exactly what I need to do, how to do it. But, you know, right now, we're not professional. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. But one day, we're professional. And we- and we work around it. Well, we are professionals. We're just, you know, we're not professional broadcasters, so it's okay. Right, not professional broadcasters, but we are professional psychics, Psychic America, and we do our job well because we're the best psychics in California, by the way. Um, Absolutely. 
I'll just keep needing, needing to remind the public how good we are. <laughs> so, I'm a, I'm a little upset. Uh-oh, why? Um, I've been trying to eat breakfast since, like, 9.30 this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, you know, if it makes you – I haven't had breakfast either. I, I have a cup of coffee and, mm-hmm. and, very, little sleep, and very little sleep. So, I'm right how there with very you. I just – I have weird sleep patterns anyway, um, and mm. – I find that, you know, when I do, because a lot of the other work that I do, as you know, is, is somewhat creative and writing and, and you know, mm-hmm. um, I do the, the astrological, customized astrological um, reports, natal reports and mm-hmm. synastry and whatever, and I, I actually design mm-hmm. them. And so there's an artistic element that goes into that. And frequently, especially with the writing, I just find that I can't really, it feels like just when I know that the rest of the world is awake, I get distracted. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but it just feels like the muses mm-hmm. of inspiration don't seem to like to show up until like the wee hours of the morning, like three, four, or five o'clock. And so I just find I get best work done then, and I just go with it when it's when it's there and accessible. And so if that means that I have to sacrifice some sleep or get sleep at other hours of the day, then then that's kind of what happens. But you know, at least I have the benefit to do that, so I I don't mind at all. No complaints whatsoever. It just well, yeah. I, I just maybe drink a little that. bit more coffee. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually get that because it's so busy during the day that mm-hmm. if you're creative plus psychic on top of it, then how do you create when it's just so much swirling around you? And we're sensitive people. And when I mean sensitive, I don't mean we cry a lot, America. I'm saying <laughs> we stand there feel everything. Yes. It's crazy. Absolutely, so absolutely. It took me a long time to understand that, actually. Mm. If everybody's sleeping and that's when you come alive, that totally makes sense to me. In our world, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, in the, in the day-to-day stuff, you get distracted with, like, all these details that you want to do and people out there. It's mm-hmm. sunny outside, and it's just, it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's much now, easier. How, how, how has your week been? Um, my week has been good. It's been good. It's been interesting. There's been, um, I started, you know, I can, well, we discussed, I started, um, Julie James is the aficionado expert on all things herbal at the Green Man, and she is an amazing teacher. If you have any questions about tinctures, mm-hmm. Herbs for medicinal purposes, herbs for aromatic purposes, oils, whatever it is you need to know about any of that. She is brilliant, and, and she's scientific, and she's um, metaphysically acquainted, so she it's a wonderful yeah. blend of both of those worlds. And so I'm really enjoying her class. I've only started, you know, just the first one, but I used to study herbalism way back, and I thought I was going to do it as a career, <laughs> and I went to the symposiums and all that sort of thing, so... This is reawakening that that lust for me to do this, and um, I'm really enjoying that now. I finally have the time since I moved from Pasadena. Mm-hmm. I now have the time to do it, so it's 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 been good. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just you know, getting in touch with good friends and having mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's been it's been a good it's been a good week so far. But yeah, I'm productive, mm-hmm. very productive. Now, I and your week. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I use herbals for um for candles and bringing in money. 
you right. know, and and that's what Julie like. That's what she's like giving you all like all the different now, purposes. She, she does go there, but she usually goes there more in tandem when she and Griffin do classes together. Because she, though she does mm-hmm. have, um, she has some of that knowledge as well. But mm-hmm. her focus and her strengths are more in the medicinal purposes of how to actually use the herbs for healing, and oh, I love um, that. you know, and, and, and yeah, and so she teaches how to do how to make your own tinctures, how to make your own oils, what these certain herbs are, are are for, and breaks it down scientifically to their properties, like which things are more soluble mm-hmm. in water versus fat, mm-hmm. and, and mm. um, the types of things that you can use as a carrier agent. I mean, it's it's just really good. It's um, you know, it, it can be a little intimidating when she gets into the math. <laughs> it's um, mm, it's sure. overall really mm-hmm. good. But when when Griffin joins her, then it's a really complete picture of mm. healing and metaphysical and everything. So yeah, it's just like okay. Depends, so but, um, so so Griffin's class and her class combined is the one I think I would probably like a little better. I think so. I think but, yeah. um I actually tried. Oh god, I was so sick this past winter. I don't know if anybody else got like sick the way I got sick, but I yeah. this, this winter shut me down. Like I had three bouts of extreme sickness and went to the uh emergency room twice. Well, Are you three kidding? That if nobody knew, like I literally just would have died in my in my house. Do you know what I mean? Like it was one of those kind of sicknesses. And so I went to the ER three times. Three times they had to give me like powerful, powerful antibiotics. And then, and I kept complaining. I couldn't even come to work like two and a half weeks. Like that's how bad I was. And one time I was coming to work and I was like, like groggy and walking sideways and wobbling like some of the drunks that I see in Koreatown. You know how they walk and they wobble at the same time but they never fall? I was like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, now it feels like you really need to come to her class <laughs> for so, the healing portion. Well, what I was going to say is that by the last bout, um, uh, Carrie and somebody else, I can't remember, kept saying, I don't know which one of Julie's tinctures it was, but it smells like dick. And they kept saying, buy this, buy that. And it was like $12. I don't want to pay $12. And I was like, no, no, no. Finally, I bought I, it. They were like, put it on your feet. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the addition that I needed to get healthy, finally to get healthy. It's crazy. You know what? I know exactly what you're talking about. I have it. I have mm-hmm. some myself in my medicine cabinet and also mm-hmm. used it the last time I got sick. It's the um her it's her respiratory her respiratory mm-hmm. blend. It's a, it's an oil yeah, and yeah, you put it to, put it on your on your palms, on your feet. Um and you're supposed to breathe yeah. it. You're supposed to like mhm. Mhm. Yeah. It was great. It's good stuff. So, so I'm glad to hear that the class is working for you. Huh? I said, I'm glad to hear that the class is working for you. Yes, I, I love it. I I think, you know, it's, if you have any inclination to do that, because not everybody has, you know, the inclination to make all that stuff themselves. They'd rather just go to, you know, whatever 
naturalistic mm-hmm. pharmacy that they go to and get their things already pre-prepared, which can be a little bit more expensive, but you also pay them on time. So it, it's mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on your priorities. But if you have the inclination to make that stuff, I do. I have sort of like that chemist, that scientist mm-hmm. gene in me, and I actually love doing it. So if you do, it's it's, a, it's definitely a valuable class to know about. Actually, but, if I um, little classes... I absorb information. Like, I'm like a sponge. I almost never take um, notes. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just sit there, and I'll kind of daze off. Like, I do this weird autistic thing where I just kind of disappear. And then <laughs> I'll just listen. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I do this. Like, I'm like, like just off in Never Neverland, and I'll actually think about other things, but I can hear at the same time. It's really weird what goes on. And then all of a sudden, something will ping. And then I'll be like, Casey, you need to listen to this. Like, pay attention. Take notes. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'll do that, and then the information I might need later on. Do you know what I mean? Like, I won't need it for myself, but, like, a month from now, it'll be like, oh, wait a second. Oh, exactly what can help with this. I attended this class. This is what you can have. So I would love that's- to take it just to see what pings from me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's awesome. And, actually, I was just talking to Griffin the other day about – people who take his class and you know he's like a lot of times he speaks so fast I don't know if you've ever taken one of Griffin's classes but he Mm -hmm, he speaks so mm -hmm. fast and there's so much information it's like just rich like just packed full of information (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it it can be really difficult and challenging to try to keep up with every word and 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 understand Mm -hmm. all the concepts that he's talking about at the same time and so Mm -hmm. we were talking about that and he's like you know I don't actually teach classes intending for people to take notes he's like oh, he's trying to just he teaches in a way so that it's like he's really just kind of trying to open people's consciousness up and mm-hmm. a lot of times people mm-hmm. find that they're just doodling because it's impossible to try to take notes anyway but there's something in like distracting your conscious mind like doodling or like you said how you just kind of like stare off hey. <laughs> like yeah. you, you find something else to focus your conscious mind on and then information just actually absorbs in your subconscious and you you know it when you need it (laughs) and and that's what he kind of relies on he's like you know the stuff that people are supposed to get from the class is the stuff that's actually going to stick in their subconscious and that's all I really intend because I used to have a board I used to have I listen to everything and everybody I'm actually a really good listener even though when I worked at my other job Target they thought that I talked too much. Like, they begged me to grow up. They're like, please, be mature. God, please, we can't take it. Because I'm like, but actually, I really, really listen very, very well. And because I listen very well, I used to have a boss that said to me, I was a wealth of useless information. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Somebody... I don't believe it, that there's any useless information. It just depends on who needs it. Who needs exactly. it and, and, and what you're using it for. So I would think yeah. some of those, like, people would have a conversation around me, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, well, actually, blah, 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 and then it would be like complete silence. They'd be like, wait, were we supposed to know that information? And like, no, it's in line with what you were talking about. So silence, like, like silence. <laughs> and my boss is like, "Yo, lots of useless information. Like, why do you hold on to that stuff? I don't know. He's like, why do you know that? <laughs> why? Why do you? 
funny. But with that being said, um, getting off that topic, if you don't mind, um, when is the sun, so this is your territory, astrologist, when Can is you? the sun... Oh, no, no, please, repeat repeat the question. I didn't oh, hear you. good, good, good. When does the sun enter Leo? And what will that mean for all of us? And I apologize, I should have texted you that, but I, I want to be able to help you to remember that, like, a lot of your discussions should really, really be about your expertise. And I keep sure. to communicate that with you. Yeah, no, Um and definitely, if you ever, I mean, this is, you know, it's certainly not a, a very complicated question, so it's totally fine. But if you ever need, you know, more complicated, you know, something that's going to take me a little longer to kind of look at it and process yes. it and, you know, yes. please tell me that ahead of time because oh, that, that's something that, yeah. But, you know, yeah, no, the, the sun, um I mean, I could look it up, like, a specific day and time and hour, but um, generally it tends to leave cancer and move into Leo at the end of this month. Um, so it's probably in Leo already. Let me just double check. So wait a second. Does the sun move into every sign of the month that it's in? I'm confused. I'm confused by your question. Hmm. I don't know. What are you mean, asking? Are you asking like, like, does the sun move into the sign that it's known to be in at the same yes. time at the same month? Yes. 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 So, oh. like, when you hear when you look at the horse, you know, when you read those books and they tell you like, oh, from from this time to this time, if you were born during this time to this time, you were whatever sign, and then it tells you like at the end of that period, it moves into the next sign. Oh. Like that's yeah, that's usually as we continue oh. to live the circle, that's how it is. The sun's actually traveling. Oh, okay. that. That's why. It's, that's, yeah. So yes, the sun is actually already so. in you. Oh, it's in Leo right now, which totally makes sense because it is the 27th. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, that was really embarrassing. And then the next month, it's the sun moves into July uh, uh, Virgo at the end of August. Right. Okay, okay. It's usually, usually the cutoff is somewhere around the 21st and the 22nd. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, which is oh, just around the time the time yeah. thing. All right. So for, for all those that don't know all of this stuff, what could the sun and Leo do for the rest of their summer? I'm oh, sorry, one more time. I, I'm just having a hard time hearing you, just a little bit. Okay, maybe into my mic. What would the sun being in Leo do for America, Psychic America, for the rest of their summer? Um, the sun normally loves to be in Leo because that's the sign that it rules. So um, it's a time to kind of shine, basically. <laughs> you know, the sun being in Leo really enjoys um, it enjoys drama, it enjoys thrill, it enjoys doing things that are creative and things that will help express your own natural talent and standing up in the spotlight okay. and being confident and letting your hair just kind of shine and, you know, Basically, taking your hair down, being more relaxed, and being more um, yourself, your okay. true self, and allowing that to okay. be seen. That totally makes sense because I always see August as the month where you have all the picnics 
and, you know, celebrations, loud celebrations, family celebrations, speech, you know, and, and, and relax. You know what I mean? Like it's a combination of everything. And people are more, I think, they're more vibrant in August. Right. Um, okay. I, right. I definitely see, definitely see elements of that. And then, of course, it gets more specific. I mean, that, that's very, sure. very general. But it gets sure. a lot more specific when you put the sun wherever it's going to fall into a person's particular natal chart. So wherever the planets right. are when you were born, the sun, all the signs will align on a particular house. And that house will yes. represent a particular area or aspect of your life, like family or work or whatever. And if, let's mm-hmm. say, you've got Leo on your house of, let's say, the seventh house of partnerships, and the sun it would, will more than likely at some point, depending on the degree of that house cusp or what house system you use, there's different arguments about that. But um, right. eventually the sun will enter that seventh house of partnership because you've got Leo on that cusp. And so then mm-hmm. wherever the sun falls, the sun will actually act as like a spotlight and it illuminates. It just it blows that particular area of your life up and there's a lot of um, perhaps extra in, you know, extra attention, extra activity happening in that area. So you might, I, it's, might be, it's, it's, it's a more likely time that you might meet potential partners that are beneficial either in romantic context or, or other contexts that are significant. And what is the number of the so, house of partnerships? What number is that? For, for me, that what number be, is that? You were, that's the seventh house. It's the seventh house for, for everybody. House. Um, for soul-connected partnerships, yes. Mm-hmm. Soul-connected. Oh, that's okay. So I'm ready for that. Um, with that being said, I have a proposal. Remember last week we were talking and you were like the trine and just a good time. I don't know what you said, something about business, blah, blah, blah. I listened intently and then I said something to you and I was like, I should make a phone call. I like, I, 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 I'm stuttering. I said I should send out an email. I don't know if you remember but I do. And then you're like, yeah. And so I did. And so I have a proposal. Yes, I remember this. I do remember this. You do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I have a proposal August 5th. You have a proposal, which is what, what? I have a proposal to to present on August 5th. Oh, okay. For for the creative aspect of, you know, of what I do. Okay. You know? And I did it because I had enough guts to do it during the, the time. Nice. Like I sent out the email during that particular time. You said the 18th, 19th, 20th, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I should send out an email. And you were like, yeah, you should. And I was like, okay, I did it that night. Got a response the very next day. Nice. I know. I have this whole creative proposal. Um, and then I have a friend that can help me with it. And then I decided... Oh, this is my baby. I'm not scared anymore. I think I've been scared in the past, Covina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've been scared in the past for like feeling somewhat incompetent or feeling somewhat um, uh, inhibited, maybe even inadequate. But I actually don't feel that anymore. Like, I know what I want. And so I decided that I wasn't going to bring somebody in to help me with the proposal. I was just going to do my creative thing and present it and see where it takes me from there. Oh, that's great. Good. Thank you, Scarlett. Thank you. Good. So, um, and it's, it's on the same line of what we're doing right now, by the way. It's pretty much the same thing. You know? Very cool. Uh-huh. Isn't that cool? So, I um, know. Did you, 
Did you feel good about the feedback that you got? Absolutely, because I got the feedback like way too fast, which made me a little nervous. And so I responded um, immediately. And then to my surprise, she responded again immediately. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, wait a second, they're serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. And then oh, my gosh, Tracy. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, Keep don't going. Even, I'm not, I'm not. Don't even. Yeah, don't <laughs> even. I'm not gonna, you know what I'm looking at right now? I'm looking at your transits. You know how you like, oh, okay. I can't not do that when we're having this conversation. I know. That's so. your job. It's your job. I know. It's what you do for a living. So what what does that mean when you say you're looking at my transit? It means that I pulled up your natal chart, and I um, superimposed the positions of where the planets are today on top of your chart. Um, so it's giving me these, oh, yes. the house positions and the relationships that the planets, where their, their, where their position is today and how they're making relationships to your natal planets by house and by mm-hmm. aspect. So mm-hmm, as I'm looking at that, it's giving me some information about, you know, just the terrain, the cosmic yes. weather terrain that you might be going through right now. And and yes. so, I'm okay. yeah, I'm just juxtaposing that against everything that you're telling me. So carry on. <laughs> Keep on. <laughs> I, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know, I, but I'll you still... have insight. You have more insight by looking at that chart. That's amazing. In any case, um, I was going to pull in one of my friends. Um, to help me with the proposal, and then I thought to myself, uh-uh, don't you dare. This is your baby. It's been on my mind, by the way, Scarlett, for at least four and a half years, at least. Oh, my gosh, um, Tracy. This is huge. Seriously. This is huge, then. This is a huge step forward. Yeah. And here's the thing. We tried it, like, two and a half years ago, Right. Uh-huh. And at the time, all the psychics that were coming on board weren't of my choice, by the way, because I was trusting other people. And it's okay to trust other people, but when it's, when it's your game, it's your game. Like, and that's what I found like very interesting. So I was trusting other people to pull the other psychics in. You want to talk about ego and like a little like upset that even I could bring this idea to the table. Like I, that's what I felt like. The other psychics were like, well, why did she, you know, how did she come up with that idea? You know what I mean? Like, which brought out the inadequacies that I felt, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, um, so because the other psychics were so feisty, and twice before I tried this, and even one time I threw a party at my house with a whole bunch of psychics, right? Because I'm really smart that way. People don't always know what I'm doing, but I think mm-hmm. I party together with a whole host of psychics. Let me tell you how many people did not like each other. Oh, my gosh. Me, oh, my gosh. Can and I'm just... sitting back. <laughs> I'm sitting back, and I'm watching all this ugly go around me, and I'm picking them out, and I'm like, well, you can't be a part of this because the whole object and what I desire to create is education and healing enlightenment, and healing. And I don't want psychics to look like charlatans anymore. I don't want us to look like gypsies anymore, you know? (laughs) We're qualified and we're reputable. So, and and we could be, like, sometimes I call myself a hip-hop psychic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm that grounded. Right, Um, you know, you're just, it's it's just your, it's your, it's your flavor. 
But, my flavor. you know, right. Every, right. we all have a flavor, but we are still, yes. you know, representing the light. Like representing the light, exactly. right. And whenever a client comes into my room, if they're unhealthy and crying and devastated over, you know, a relationship issue, by the time I'm done with them, you know what I say? You don't need to come to me anymore. You know what I mean? You're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole object is to get them on their way, back on their road, back on their journey, and healthy, regardless of the outcome. Absolutely. That's the most important thing. The outcome is how healthy are you to move on to the next level of your life. And, right. And but do it without me. Like, you don't need me anymore. God bless you, but please go. Mm-hmm. Not like you know, if you pay me six thousand dollars, I'll 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 oh make a God. candle and give a painting to you that has your aura around it. That it took me two years to figure out you need it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, remember the story I told you about that? That someone, yeah, it's, I just and I felt so bad for that woman. I mean, it's like, honey, you know, if you're seeing somebody for two years and she's not producing any results, and then after mm-hmm. that she tells you that you. Pay six thousand dollars for a painting with your aura around it, so that you can oh. finally have quite the bad juju listed. No, no. Yeah, oh. yeah. One yeah. of my clients <laughs> uh, last Thursday, because mm-hmm. as you know, I don't watch the news, so I wasn't, I don't, I'm not privy to like exact names and things like that. This is something again that Griffin, the manager of the Green Man, told mm-hmm. me and visiting him. Mm-hmm. But um, just hearing the story, it just, you know. It broke my heart. <laughs> I hate to hear that, oh. that kind of happening to people. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's really um I think that's amazing of you actually to tell people at the end of your reading, like, look, you know what? I, I think you're good. It's kinda of like seeing a therapist at the end. Like when they feel that you there's no more purpose for you coming back, they usually tell you. I mean the good ones I think do. They you know, the ones I've seen have that they tell you, like, you know what? Yeah. I think you're good. I think you're done. I think our work here is done. No, like I told some of my clients, please leave. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but here's what I also do. I also give them my telephone number. Somebody's calling me from Connecticut. This is crazy. Um, but I can't pick up, and I hope it's not one of the block talk people, but they can't pick from Connecticut. Hold on, call it. I know it. It's one of my block talk people. I think my, uh, which I think I need to fix that. One of my, um, I think my telephone was on my Facebook account. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Don't listen to me, Scarlett. I get a little ditzy all of a sudden. But my point <laughs> to you is, are you there? Because I get ditzy. Yes. Um, I'm here. Okay. My point to you is, oh, did I have a point? What were we talking about, Scarlett? I'm all confused now. We were talking about empowering our clients to go forth and and, and prosper, and oh, yeah. not needing us anymore, and not stringing them along, and you know dwindling them of their resources. <laughs> yes, yes. One of my clients on Thursday came in, um, and he has, if you don't mind me saying, he has stalker potential. 
I don't know if you know what I mean. He, he's one of those guys that I don't think he'll ever leave me. He found me. I, I have a funny feeling he'll never leave me. Um, I think he'll come once a week. Um, it's not that I'm encouraging it, but on, on Thursday, he revealed that he's kind of stalking this woman, you know? Oh, dear. Oh. I know. I know. And then I'm begging him. Like, I'm doing a reading. I'm like, please, please, leave her alone. Um, give her time. Like, I had to explain it in such a way that it was gentle to his spirit. Because when I told him that she is, like, doesn't have the time for a relationship, that's the way I had to kind of explain it as opposed to saying she don't want you. Right. I trust his spirit. Trust it. And then I was oh, like, wow. Right. And then he said to me, he said, he says, well, I'll, uh, I'm not worried. You know, I know she'll come around. And in my mind, I'm going, no, 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 that's stalker, that's stalker. But I don't, I can't say it to him. Like, I have to be gentle when you're, like, a little crazy. Oh, my new word is loopy, when you're a little loopy. And so. Um, Wait, your new word is what? Say it again. Oh, but when, when William says cuckoo crazy, and I've been taking it, but I don't think I have a right to take it. So I'm a little, like, worried. So my new word that I got from the numerologist that works here, Michelle, oh, she's really nice. Have you had a conversation with Michelle? I have. Not not as much as I would like yet, but I have. Oh. Remember, I was with you that one, you know, we ran into her in the hall, and I, I think that was the one and only time I've really spoken to her. But, yeah, she seems you really lovely. You must have a conversation with her. She, too, has her own radio show in Canada. Oh, nice. Very cool. She has two books that are coming out. Um, and she's about to launch, you know, her whole aspect of her life. It's amazing. But in any case, um, she did a numerology reading on me, and then we reversed it, and I did a psychic reading on her. And one of the words that came out of it, thank God, was Lucy. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take that word, if that's okay, because I've been using cuckoo crazy, and it actually belongs <laughs> to somebody else. <laughs> but getting back to my client. She's a little loopy, um, and I'm probably pronouncing that word because I butchered the English language. But he said to me, after he was devastated, he's like, oh, my God, you know, uh, whatever, whatever. And she, he goes, well, I know this, you know, other psychic or whatever. And he's, she, she, he's like, you know, for $100, she'll make a candle for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, you're not going to spend... $35 on a reading with me, and then go spend $100 for a candle. <laughs> no, no. And I was like, that's not about my ego. I was like, no candle costs $100. I was like, don't you do it. I was like, we can do candles right here for $17. Right. Right. Well, you know, and I, and I guess it's a good, a good point to make is that there may be the person who's making that candle for the hundred dollars may have some awareness of the metaphysical arts. Mm-hmm. They, they, it, it might be beneficial, but it doesn't have to cost that. I mean, that may be just the price that they have put on their value um, and what oh, they feel that so they nice of doing the say. work that they do. But right. but it. It doesn't have to be that much. It really doesn't. In fact, it doesn't have to really have to cost you anything. You know. But anyways, that's in the same token, Scarlett. What if she? What if she looked at him and and, and thought, Oh my God, he's loopy. I'm going to charge him a hundred this time. It's going to go up. 
we're going to start at 100 because he's a little lefty. I mean, this is exactly. good by that type of we're playing. Like, I get exactly. your side and, <laughs> and, and like your I think I think another thing to consider that I, it's, it's really hard, like what you did in in crushing that poor man's spirit and telling him what you saw as the truth that you know she's she's not really really ready, and you yeah. and you and you couched, and you couched it very nicely, <laughs> but um, oh, no, you know it, it, it's really difficult for us as psychics to see yes. information that we know is going to hurt somebody and yes. still tell them that because. You know, we're risking. First of all, we're we're risking that they may never come back to us because they had a reading that they didn't like, which is okay. And by the way, and we're really I'm good which, with is, that. which is absolutely it is absolutely okay. But sometimes, it, you know, I think some, it, it 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 inhibits certain people from wanting to really go there. And I mm-hmm. think um, it's also <clears throat> sometimes for some people when they know they've got negative information to say or something that's going to be hurtful, it makes them second-guess their message that they're getting even more because they don't want to say it already. <laughs> and they're kind of going, you know, to their guides or to whatever. It depends on the psychic. Now, they're, they're not all the same. Some are just, at, you know, very, very secure in th- their relationship yeah. with their guides. It's like, okay, this is what I'm getting and that's it. But some people are right. like, uh, you know, I don't want to say this. And are you sure? Are you really sure? Is that am I, am I really supposed to say that to this person? Right, right. And, you know, and they can start to backpedal a little just because they don't want to have to deal with the, the intensity of that emotional situation because it can be very, very. You know, it's just there's mm-hmm. there's so much more that goes into it. I think than a lot of the public is could be aware of. Some are, I'm sure, were more aware than others. But, you know, it's just um, it's just some of the woes of our job. <laughs> I mean, I've actually delivered so, you for doing that. Thank you. I've actually delivered bad news, and I've actually had one particular client, she even said to me, she said, don't tell me. And I looked at her, and I was like, i got to tell you, they're telling me to tell you. Yeah. So... Just t- take a moment and breathe. Right. Let me get this That's another good now. point, like figuring out when is, when, are they ready to hear the information, well, you know, because some are not. Yeah. Well, sometimes I get, don't you say nothing. <laughs> I'll get the information right. and, and I'll get, uh-uh, you can't know that. And I'm like, why? And they're like, you know what I mean? You have this conversation inside your head. And I'm like, why? And they're like, uh-uh, don't you do it. Like, yeah. We were just then, talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Really? And what oh, yeah, yeah. When I, mm-hmm. when I was at work yesterday, um, just a mm-hmm. bunch of us, you know, we're sitting and just as we do in our downtime, mm-hmm. just kind of talk about various things. But, yeah, we, it came up again about because if a person gets a piece of information, either and it's too much to handle, if it's too mm-hmm. soon, it's the wrong time, or it's in the wrong context, mm-hmm. or maybe it's coming from the wrong person. Like, this is sort of like, like I don't really like when people kind of come up and just read me without asking because I don't know necessarily. I mean, Unethical. sometimes every, everyone's everyone's delivery is not the same, and sometimes spirit actually wants certain people to give a certain message because it's going to be received well. It doesn't matter how much information you give a person, even if it's true, if they're not going to mm-hmm. accept it or take it in, they don't hear it. And 
and then that idea, it's kind of like an inception. <laughs> it's like you plant a seed, but because yes. you planted it in the wrong place at the wrong time, that whole yes. thing, they, they develop a block to that whole idea, and they and then they kind of don't go in that direction that they need it to. Like okay, if somebody else now then comes up behind them, behind you, and say and tries to tell them the same thing, it's kind of like right. they're like, oh nope, already heard that, already heard it. I'm no, they already have a block, and now you've right. made the the lesson much harder for them to get because you you try to get it in there too fast, too soon. Yes, yes, um, yes. I get it. Yeah, that's a, I get it. Um, but then also what happened? This this particular client, she she the one that said, you know, don't tell me. She left. She was upset. Even, you know, Carrie, one of the um, clerks downstairs at the Green Man store, even she noticed how upset she was. And I looked at Carrie, and I was like, Carrie, I had to deliver news. And she was not happy with it. And she's a long-time client. I thought mm. I would never see her again. I thought I would never see her again. She comes back to me all the time. You know why? One, the information I gave her was authentic. It was right. true. It was true in her situation. And two, we, she trusts me now. Whether the information is good or bad, she gets it. Right. You know? And exactly. the same client came back with a, a question about getting her hair done, uh, getting her hair cut, because she has a, a teacher that said, cut your hair off. And she's like, you know, in, in a certain age bracket where I don't feel in a certain age bracket that you technically should have short hair. That's just my thing. And so mm-hmm. I did the cards, and I was like, uh-uh. I was like, that teacher wants you to have short hair because she doesn't like you. Like, she wants to augment your look. And she was co- conflicted and confused. In any case, she wound up getting the haircut to satisfy the teacher, but wound up getting a stellar haircut. Like, it wound up being gorgeous. teacher hated her even more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't cut it, don't cut it. And but she felt like in order to stay in the class, which is crazy, but this is what everybody goes through. Everybody has a different dynamic on how they manifest their life. She felt like right. she had to get this haircut. But in any case, she wound up getting a haircut that was blessed by God because she looked beautiful. Okay. Well, we had a lot to talk about, huh, Charlie? <laughs> we do. We do. And I had an idea. Okay, so. Yes. Similar to how you had me explain the Mercury retrograde last week, because not everybody maybe knows about that and whatever. Yeah. As you know, I I I I don't tend to engage in the news. I mean, that's just the flat honest truth. I just don't. I don't. I don't like watching the news. And it's okay. I, it's actually better. I know it's important. It's you know it's important. Mm-hmm. knowing about world events. It's not that I don't care about the world. I do. It's just back yeah. to that whole sensitivity thing, and it just I I just like to filter it in. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Slowly yeah. and at my leisure, or not, or um, not filter it at all. <laughs> and I and I feel like exactly, um, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to you know do good light work in other other areas, so I I feel good about mm-hmm. it. But I did kind of look over some of the some of the things that you wanted to discuss. But if you mm-hmm. want to just give a little like you know, I didn't get a chance to get to all of them, and if you want to just give a little before you introduce each one, just a little brief synopsis on what we're talking about here because. Because honestly, I think that just me hearing you talk about it, I I, I will have some reactions to things just in you oh, explaining absolutely. it. Well, just so, and just so um, you know, before we discuss the topic, I absolutely will um, brief America on yes. a particular topic because I'm sure there are people out there like that who don't like to watch videos. Oh, <laughs> but it's also internet, so 
one of the topics yeah. the San Diego mayor, I forget his name, talk about doing my homework. I never do my homework either. Um, I, I forget his name. Well, uh, well something like that. Um, but in any case, um, somebody in Minnesota is not going to know the San Diego mayor, although it's sure. so scandalous. I can't imagine that, you know, it's not known in the 50 states because he's such a horrible person. However, You'd be surprised. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> I don't know. However, to be fair to my uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown tweeter people, okay, um, I don't care what video I put out on on the color of my hair. You understand? I don't care if I put out a video on how long I brush my teeth. I don't care if I put out a video on the manicure I had today. Every single comment is, when are you going to do Rihanna? When are you going to do Chris Brown? When are you going to do... Like, hello? <laughs> if I could get paid on just Rihanna hey. and Chris Brown's drama... You would be a rich and happy me, woman. Let me tell you, I would... <laughs> let me tell you. So, with that being said, I'm kind of overdoing videos on them. And so I wanted to dedicate um, a, a week for... Uh, every week a topic on Chris Brown and Rihanna. I think it's the best way to get it out without doing the full-on video, if that makes any okay. sense. Okay. Uh, yes. By the way, when I, 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 I think it makes video, perfect sense. Thank you. And by the way, when I do the full-on video, Rihanna's friends, uh, Twitter people, they're kind of um, loopy. <laughs> they're <laughs> crazy. They're loopy. And they have invited me to suck things like you can't imagine when I say something bad about Rihanna. And they will oh my. each other. And I will one night I got a tweet that lasted like tweet that lasted twenty four hours. They were a pit. Oh my and god. So, yeah, I've heard no, of that. I've heard no, about no. the stands. Bad. They're called they're called stands, right? So I don't believe I think they're I, called stands. Like people who like constantly stand up for a particular celebrity. It's like I'm a Rihanna oh, stand or I'm a Yeah. A blue ivy stand or whatever. They're crazy. So Lady Gaga has her monsters. Um, mm-hmm. Rihanna, has, Rihanna has her monsters too, but that's not their name. Um, Chris Brown has his following. And my son, thank God, my son is in his age bracket, but he does all this stuff. He told me Beyonce fans are the same way. They're nuts. Yeah, so, I've heard that. Yeah. I have, so I have, have heard that. Said, yeah. So with that being said, I, I, my rhetoric needs to be kinder, too. Like, I'm not doing these readings to hurt Rihanna, but I called her out. Um, and later on, when I was looking at all the tweets and how mad people were on her behalf, you know, I kind of felt like they had the right. I don't think they had the right to tell me to go something. Um, no. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's never, no, that's never called, really, no. Really? That's true. And, and 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 I'm telling you, what they told me to suck, they put it in a text. Like they were graphic. And I was like, hmm. Really? In any case, I decided that I needed to be my rhetoric needed to be better because the fans are really passionate. They love her dearly. Um, they want the best for her, blah, 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 blah. I'm over it. But in any case, with that being said, actually <laughs> I'm over. I'm over it. Like, yada, yada. I know. I even put it in my video. Like, I tell them in the video. I'm like, I'm not doing Rihanna and Chris. I'm over it. Like, I tell them. 
I don't even care how much I tell them. The comments are, when are you doing Rihanna? I'm like, oh, my God. Did you not look at the you know, videos? It's, it's like having, you know, those clients that do sort of get addicted to doing readings, and they have to know. They have to know. Like, they have to get their fix. And now, so you, you've got, like, a bunch of people who all want to know. That's true. <laughs> like, that's inquiring true. minds need to know. Like, you, yeah. And then, yeah, just drop off now because, there's, you know, they still have questions. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's crazy. And then my favorite on Twitter is all the Leanne Ryan haters. Oh, my God. I love those group of people. I don't know if you know the whole okay. Leanne Ryan. It's, it's a long story. But I case, It's okay. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss Leanne Ryan's another time. Um, with that being said, he has an interesting question that one of the Twitter man people needs to know. Um, okay. Rihanna has said couple of years ago that she's adopting this cute little kid. Um, oh, simply she, adorable. She's joining the adoption bandwagon now? No, 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 no. She, she, she stated that she's either adopted or is adopting this kid that's out okay. there. Um, okay. And I checked the internet and I looked at the pictures and simply adorable. So the question becomes that nobody's really like like, going after it like they did with Justin Bieber's baby, where they're like, is this really his baby? Nobody's really going after it because she made an announcement early on, I'm adopting. Now, adopting for a 20-something-year-old, not normal. It's not normal. It's not what 20-something-year-olds do. I don't care how much money you have. So the certainly is not the average, yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially someone that's a star and she's just, you know, exploding in her career and touring all the time. Like, really? Adopting? Really? You're going to go there with that? So, the question is, is this adopted baby really Rihanna's? Really? Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a good question. You know, I mean, because, I mean, yeah, that's that's where my mind initially went. And uh, earlier before when I, when I, when I made that, that comment about her joining the adoption den. I wasn't trying to sound cynical. I think adoption is a beautiful thing, but there's been a, a, you know, a lot of celebrities who have kind of gone to like these underprivileged countries and picked out their child and come home. And, and I had it's unusual, like, it's unusual thing, thing for unusual. It's such an, like you said, it's such an unusual thing for someone in their early twenties to do given the lifestyle right. she has. That's why I said, like, what are her motives for doing this if that is, in fact, what she's done? Right, um, and the motives don't even yeah, look bad. That could be good motives, but what's the undercurrent? Like, what like, what really are you trying to tell people? But some of the articles out there have actually said, really, Rihanna, you're adopting? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. It, it's like, okay, well, this, this is oddball. doesn't make any sense. Like, explain it to us. What, you know, don't just, don't just throw that out there. But maybe that's what she did. Maybe it means she – I'm sure her lack of explaining or giving further information only increases curiosity and her publicity and, you know. So, and they like all Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, like, you know, somebody running into the room and saying, stuff. I'm going to go do this, and then they run away, and they don't say anything, and everyone's going like, what? What's that about? <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what she just did, effectively. Mm-hmm. Are you shuffling? Uh, I'm pulling now. Huh? Are you ready? Um, uh-huh. One, two, three, four. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hmm. So what was the question? If it's really Rihanna's birth child, is she lying about the adoption? Mm-hmm. 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 Actually just, you know, have somebody's baby and she's trying to cover it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I want to actually do this simultaneously. One word, one answer. So tell me when you're ready. This is interesting. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. One word, one answer. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Before we do this, Twitter land, do not yell at us. Okay? <laughs> We're just doing psychic readings. Do not implode. Okay? Are you ready, Scarlett? One word, one answer. Are you ready? I'm ready. That's what I meant. I'm ready. That's not my answer, okay. but I'm ready. On the count of three. One, two, three. Yes. No. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't, I do not think this is her natural baby, but, but <laughs> I think that this is, I think what I'm getting, I think this is somebody that like she knows or she's re- is related to her or some, like it feels like this, this, she, it feels like she's, taking the responsibility from somebody else that she cares about or that it was like a, a issue or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know where it's coming from. That's just what I got. So, you know. You Okay. What did you get? Well, I got a yes. Um, I also got it was um, someone that was a little bit more mature than she was, a little older. Like I got her being somewhat young or immature, and the guy was, like, older, still in his 20s, but a remarkable mm-hmm. difference. Um, I got Ooh, that it's from okay. her hometown. It's from Barbados, whoever, like, like somebody very familiar, that's from her hometown. Um, I got that she absolutely loved him and would have considered marriage early on, um, maybe just prior wow. to her exploding. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, man, this is good. We got a totally different story in, like, an instant, too. That is so cool. All right, see, see. so, America, the psychics do not always agree, and it's okay. Oh, but, hold um, on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just finish this. Going. I got two people that got involved and mm-hmm. shut it down, shut it down, like, hit it, hit it, like, told her to hide it, and because um, then I got the hermit on top of these two men. Um, oh, wow. What I wanted to what I wanted to tell you, just getting back to our original topic on the top of the show, um, with my proposal that I'm going to present on August 5th, the show idea is exactly what just happened between us. Like, if you have, like, a group of psychics on a particular right. topic, everybody mm-hmm. doesn't have to agree. But it's fascinating to see who comes out with, with the accuracy. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And it's also fascinating. I mean, for me, what's more mm-hmm. fascinating than the actual accuracy, of course, that is also part of it. I mean, yeah, of mm-hmm. course. But I like to kind of get into 
the semantics of why why we came up with, you know, like what intuitive messages that we get that led us to believe what we got. Because sometimes we get information and mm-hmm. it's just the, our interpretation of the information because you know, some yes. of us get it in sounds or pictures or feelings or whatever. It's, it's not always the mm-hmm. same. So mm-hmm. we're interpreting the information the best that we cognitively know how to do and sometimes intuitive information that has to go transfuse, get transmuted through mm-hmm. our, our brains and our cognition, mm-hmm. it gets kind of it gets kind of distorted. Like, because we're thinking mm-hmm. about it, we're mm-hmm. trying to process it the way we understand it, and so it mm-hmm. may not always be the way that spirit was intending for us to take it. Um, exactly. And sometimes that happens because we're just human, you know, and I think that's what, again, some people don't understand about psychic. It's like, you know, we do get the information, and it may we out here, mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't mm-hmm. see it as it as it was intended. Mm-hmm. So that's I love looking at that aspect. You know, it's like okay, well, what did I you mean, get? What Yeah. What impressions I mean, did you get that kind of spelled that out? Well I, I'd like to get some more details on um on this adopted child because what if that is the scenario? What if the scenario is that um she's adopting this child for this relative but but that's the story, and it really is her. Do you know what I mean? I'm wondering. Interesting. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm wondering if there's this whole, by the way, I don't see a scandal that's going to come out of this, and I do believe that the answer is going to come out when the child is about, like, maybe four more years from now. Because I okay. think Rihanna's going to get to the point where she's just going to tell the world, fuck you, this is my life. <laughs> and this is this is the story, and she's not going to care. Like she's that type of girl. Like see, she I see her right now. Mm-hmm. Right. No, you can see, you finish, right now. finish your whole. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she mm-hmm. may care right now because she has a lot of people over her, a lot of money's involved. Nobody wants the empire to crumble, so a lot of people are looking up to her. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so she may not be able to reveal it. But Rihanna is, you know, a Pisces with an Aquarian split, and the Aquarian sign is going to be like, fuck you, people. Yeah, it's my baby. I was just going to ask if you knew her chart, because I was like, I was just thinking, okay, I wish you had this woman's chart. So, yes, thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. And, and with that energy, and with that um, Aquarian Pisces energy that you're describing, it makes a lot of sense, because I was going to say, I the public persona, anyways, that she presents is that she's already in that place, like that whole like "fuck you, this is my life, I'm gonna do what I want to do." Um, mm-hmm. But it would make sense if she had some other stuff, like the more, which of course that'd be more traditionally the Aquarian rebellious mm-hmm. aspect. But mm-hmm. if she had some other, mm-hmm. you know, other energy, like you were talking about, like the Pisces energy, that might be a little bit more compassionate, a little bit more sensitive to other everyone people. else. Yes. Looking up to her and things like that, that, you know, that brings Absolutely. in a little bit. Exactly. So, yeah, no, I don't see a scandal coming from it at all. And the reason that I right. kind of look like, to me, I mean, first of all, were you, did, had you concluded before I go off on a tangent <laughs> and explaining? No, no, yes, I concluded. So you can okay. go off on a okay. tangent. No, go for it. Okay, cool. So, 
I didn't see a scandal because, I mean, in the immediate um, in the immediate future, I got the world and ultimately I got justice. It all kind of felt really peaceful um, in the way that it's being handled. But I definitely saw, like, that, that, that you know, the tower, it's like at one moment things are kind of calm and just tranquil and then the tower is crossing. So it, there seemed to be some kind of, which, you know, that could be just a surprise of, you know, finding out the birth. But in the distant background, they got the Six of Pentacles. It just it kind of felt like there was some type of exchange of, like, someone couldn't step up to the plate. Cause got the Five of Pentacles crowning it, Five of Swords underlying it. And it felt mm-hmm. like, okay, she kind of maybe made some hard decisions with the Queen of Swords um, in her attitude towards everything. Temperance showed up in the environment. So it just kind of seemed mm-hmm. like she was... I mean, the cards I got fit a lot of what you're talking about. It's just maybe I interpreted it differently, but I saw it as, like, her stepping in to kind of, like, in, in tandem with somebody else, like, with the temperance cards. It's like, okay, how are we going to balance this? How are we going to weigh this out? How are we going to handle this and come up with a reasonable solution that's fair to everybody? And right, right. that's where I was kind of seeing it. But, you know, that could have been the way people are, or and, oh, oh, the card of, um, in um, fear, the fear position. Mm-hmm. I'm, talk- I'm talking too fast. News, so now. <laughs> um, oh, okay. In the, in the position where you have concerns about either it's a hope or a fear, um, and I'm saying this just for the other tarot readers out there so they can follow along, I got the Eight of Cups. And so, mm-hmm. again, you may be very accurate about her actually being worried that people are going to maybe turn away from her or, you know, that there's going to be early like, on. Exactly, exactly. You know, so, she's a powerhouse I mean, right now, but early on she wasn't, and she was creating herself and, you know, how she became who she is today back then, because I think the baby's like four years old. You, you may not right. be able to bring up that news, you know? I think the Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I do understand that. I, I think the main – now that I'm looking at it again, I think the main thing that really – pushed me in the direction of it being her taking the responsibility on for somebody else was the Six of Pentacles in the distant background. It just kind of felt like she was somehow being charitable. She was perhaps Mm -hmm. providing the money for something that she, you know, that this other person Mm -hmm. obviously couldn't afford with the Five of Pentacles crowning situation. But, you know, I'm throwing down crap and I got men coming up too. So, um, It'll be very interesting. It'll be interesting, right. Especially once she calms down and once her tour is over, it'll be interesting to see, like, how all of this, like, wraps around her ultimately. And it'll be interesting to see how she just kind of takes takes it on and just kind of goes, you know what, people, this is the truth, and deal with it. Because she's icy like that. She's not going to care when she, when it's time for her not to care. But right now, she is carrying a lot of people, like a lot, financially. Yes, that's for sure. That's, you know, and the Six of Ten Pentacles could be her, it could either be her actually adopting and giving that, or, or it could mm-hmm. be her just really taking care of the people, like her fans, and, and just, make, you know, wanting to make sure that she's, handling Absolutely. that aspect of her career that, that responsibility. That, yes. I got the it's global, it's a global responsibility. And totally get it. So we're gonna okay. end with that question, which was very interesting because we did get the first answers. Um I love so that. Twitterland. That was fun. I hope that <laughs> you guys give me positive feedback, Twitterland. Don't give me crap. I don't want to hear it. Um 
Um, no one should be telling you that they anything over that. So they can give you some of their negative feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but, what? Um, and I said, you should be on Twitter so that you can get some no, of no. their negative feedback. Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard no, you. No, no, no. I, was, I was just laughing because I, I, the idea of making myself more me. accessible on social media is, is, is yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. I know it's, I, me, I have to do it. I have to do it. I just don't. Yeah, you do. I mean, you do need a, a backbone to get on Twitter. Like, you do. Like, you need a backbone. Um. But you know what? I'm a native New Yorker. I actually have a backbone, but some of the things that people say, like, oh, oh, talking about that, I have this guy on Twitter, right, with the mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin page, and there's this march coming out August 22nd, right? Uh-huh. And in the march, there was nothing about Trayvon Martin, and I was like, and there's like March in Washington, whatever. And I was like, um, so because I don't, know how to speak on Twitter. Like, I don't know what the, what the language is like. like. You might perceive it one way, but I'm saying it a whole nother way. So uh-huh. I, got this, I got this text, and it text, and I was like, huh. I was like, this needs to be about Trayvon Martin. But I was actually talking to somebody else, but on Twitter, other people can chime in on your conversation. So I, I really meant it to this girl that I know, but she had included somebody else, and I didn't understand all of that, but I'm new to Twitter, too. But I said, well, this needs to be about Trayvon Martin. And then the, the other guy that was included in the message, he's like, um, uh, there's 100 rallies going on, you know, in, you know, for Trayvon Martin's behalf. This was done two years ago. And so then I text him back, and in my high-pitched voice, which is the way I communicate even on Twitter, like when I Twitter, you're getting it in my high-pitched little girl's voice. Like you're not, I'm not yelling, right? So I Twitter right. back, and I was like, I was like, well, it better be about Trayvon, like that, right? And so he texts back, and he was like, I don't like your motherfucking attitude, or your Ooh. motherfucking attitude thing, right? And I wow. was like, I was like, uh oh, <laughs> like, uh oh, I did it again, you know. And then I was like, I was like, wait a second, wait a second. I was like, don't you dare think that you're gonna be a coward behind Twitter and give me that crap. I, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, stop right there. And I called him a coward. I was like, no, I didn't call him a coward. I was like, don't hide behind Twitter. And I was like, I didn't mean any harm, you know. And I said, unless you're the organizer, when I said this better be about Trayvon, unless you're the organizer, then take it personally. But if you're not the organizer, back off. And then I text him again. And of course, you think I would leave it that way? I don't. I text him again. And I was like, did my attitude improve enough for you? <laughs> you're such a New Yorker. <laughs> I know. You're like, what? What? Okay, what? <laughs> oh, my what? God, that's so funny. Um, but, no, you're right. I mean, like, but the, I've learned the hard way, and this is why. This is one of the reasons why I do not want to join yet another social media thing. First of all, I barely have time to maintain the ones I have. Right. not doing that very I well at the moment. I respect that. There is so much. There's just I've learned the hard way. There's just too many opportunities for things to get misinterpreted because of tone oh, or because hello. people don't. 
like they can't see the uh, nonverbal cues of facial expression or hear the pitch of the voice, yes. and then oh and before you know voice. it, you know it just blows people up. People are telling you, know? you to go fuck things, right? And people <laughs> and some people out there are just waiting for a reason to go off. They're just waiting. So that's all well, they need. They're hiding. Like, no, you're hiding. Okay. You're hiding. See, here's the difference between them and I. I will tell you to your face. That's the difference. Right. Like I, I know. don't that's, fear. That's the New Yorker. Well, and, and 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 I don't fear change. You know what I mean? Like the best part of change in communication is the capability of saying it like face to face. Because you can. I've gotten friends because I said something completely crazy to somebody's face. You know what I mean? Like when they look, when it's all said and done, they're like, "Oh my God, I really like her." But with Twitter, you may not always get that feeling right away. Like I might argue with somebody before they become friends with me. In any case. We're over, Rihanna, and whether or not that baby is hers or not, but it remains to be seen. <laughs> With that being yes. said, Scarlett, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm, I am going to take a call, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind um, And there's somebody here from Los Angeles, and we rarely get Los Angeles people chiming in. So, 323, you're on the line? Hi, 323. Actually, I just enjoyed listening. I enjoyed listening. <laughs> Thank you. That's the whole purpose of, like, having somebody else on board because the exchange was so fascinating. Did you really like the conversation? Of course. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but do you have – what's your name, first of all? Yvette. Repeat it again. Yvette. Yvette. Hi, Yvette. How are you today? I'm fabulous, I think. For the most part, yes. <laughs> well, you're coming across crystal clear, so I really appreciate that. What type of phone do you have? This is uh, an Android. Okay. All right. And well, I have okay. a headset in, and I'm speaking through the speakerphone. Well, the okay. Well, it's a really good headset because you are coming across stellar. Seriously, so, I can uh, hear her better than I can hear you. <laughs> Hello, you just called me out. I do have a mic. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm. I come across that way too. Thank okay, like we're not trying to point fingers. I'm. I, I think oh, that's probably better than both of ours. <laughs> thank you, Scarlett. Thank you. Thank you for cleaning that up, Scarlett. You know, I, again, I I do put my foot in my mouth frequently. So just, okay. Yeah. You you know me. I do. Keep on Give us a question. I don't even have a question. I just love, I just enjoy what you guys are saying about the celebrities and um, yeah. whoever else is out oh, there. Okay. So let's talk about the Rihanna one we just did. Scarlett felt like it wasn't hers. And yeah, what? Might have, huh? What's your feeling about it, Yvette? You know what? what? Yeah. You know, it's not uncommon that, you know, someone has a child and says, you know what? Hey, let me pass it on to someone that can take care of it. Yeah, interesting. It makes perfect sense. And probably, you know, um, this might give her some tools to ground herself maybe. Maybe she's looking for something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can hope. Totally. <laughs> yeah, that would be. I mean, not that, you know, I, mean, I, I have I mean, absolutely no disrespect for that woman. It just, you know, maybe that's what she needs. Neither do I. I actually adore her. She's one of those people I think that, you know, those people are too big for their bridges. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's in between, like, too big for their bridges, but yes. she knows a lot, but she's too big for her bridges. 
Yeah, it's kind of like in yeah. between. So she's trying, to, yeah. well, she's trying to grow up too fast. Right, right. So you feel like she's kind of like become a little bit too self-aware of her own power and she's just sort of like yeah, getting like a, little, like, a, little, a little eye like, on it now? You know, it's like I'm total woman. I'm all of that. I can do anything else, you know, but... <laughs> You but know, in right. bracket, to be fair to her, in her <laughs> age bracket, this age bracket is Superman and Superwoman. I have a son that's yes. 24. He thinks totally. he doesn't change. And then you add a little bit of, like, power and fame and money. And money. Exactly. Exactly. Money, exactly. You know. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I think many about. of us would be different people if we had that going on at yeah. 24. You're talking about an atomic bomb. <laughs> huh? You're talking about an atomic bomb.
Whereas right. people like Donna and Chris Brown and Justin Bieber, their people, their team, their money-making team, encourage them to leave that supportive group behind because it is what it is. It's how the industry runs. And then they run amok because they're just not getting the emotional, you know, tangible support in front of them. And the, and the advice that they're getting now is probably coming from people who maybe have more of an agenda to how to increase of their popularity course. as opposed to what's in their best interest, you know, or what's, you know, going to involve them spiritually about making people. the money that they need them to make. And I'm sorry if you're being used, you know, start, you're being used, but we need you to make money. So the first thing we're going to have you do is drop your, your support that you've had for 18 years, get rid of your parents. <laughs> so important, so important to keep a ground base. So important. But it's hard. I'm telling you, when they turn 18, it's so hard. They, in the weird kind of way, they actually want to drop their parents. You, you can't blame them. When kids go off to college, what's the first thing they do their first year? They run amok. Sure. <laughs> you know? And then you know, it's all said and done because they're getting educated in four years' time. They grow up. They also don't have a camera in front of them. These kids take a little bit longer to grow up because there's a camera in front of them constantly. You've got these twisted people on your team that are telling them, you know, we love you, Rihanna. We love you, Chris Brown. Don't forget, you know, we're making money off of you. You've got a tour. You know, oh, you want some cocaine? I'm not saying Rihanna and Chris Brown do coke, but other stars do. You want some cocaine? We've got that. Anything to get you back on stage, to get you back to acting. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's sad, but I don't know. In any case, we went off. Again, on a tangent. Uh-huh. But Yvette, I'm going to release you. Thank you so much for um, listening. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you to hear you both. Thank, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Thank you. Thank you. You're Keep quite listening. welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Carlin, I'm going to take one more call. Two okay. three, you're on the line. Hello. Hi, two three. Hi. How are you doing? Not bad. Thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. So you're on the line with uh, Scarlett and Tracy. Hello. What's your name? Well, it's not for me. I'm using my phone for a friend of mine. Um, His name is Rayvon. I'm about to hand the phone over to him. He has a question. Well, get him on the line. Yeah, well, he's right here. Hello? Hi, Nathan. Hello. Hello. Um, I, I've been going uh, through it. I have a question to ask. I've been going through a lot. Um, and I'm wondering will I be able to give back and touch with my two children and get my career on track. Okay, before we get started, um, Scarlett, tell me your name one more time. Rayvon, R-A-Y-V-O-N. Rayvon. What state are you calling from? Connecticut. Oh, you're from Connecticut. Um, okay, and uh, where are your, how many children do you have? Who? And where are they right now? Excuse me, say that again. Where are your children right now? They're in what Connecticut. They're in Connecticut. And no visitation at all? Um, I could visit my daughter, but my son is with his mother. Um, and okay. it's like I'm keeping them coming. Okay, so are you asking just about your son then? Okay, all right. I just wanted to dissect it, Scarlett, so we can narrow down exactly what we need to see him. Um, Yeah, no. Basically, 
rephrase the question since you're just asking about your son. Rephrase it just with your son, Rayvon. Yes. Give me the question just based upon your son now. Say it again because you're on the phone with contact. That's okay. Give me the question again, but just give me the question based upon your son. Okay, I want to know if I'm going to reconnect my relationship with my son. Okay. How old is he? He's 15. 15? Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ. Oh. When's the last time you saw him? Over a month ago. Hours. Okay. Hey, Scarlett, do you want to do this one and I back you up? We can do that, or we can both do it, or however you want to do it. Um, Um, okay, I'll start it. First, let me tell you that. First, let me tell you, Rayvon, that um, your son wants to see you. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, in his head, I'm getting it in his attitude. He wants to see you. Change is definitely coming for your relationship. But I feel like it has to go in the ground to get rebuilt back up. Okay? Um, I, I'm sorry. I feel like there might have been a legal issue going on with you guys initially. Um, and then a split between you and the mom. Like, I feel like a, the, the big part is conflict. It doesn't even have to do with the child, to be honest with you. It has to do with his mom and the child. I mean, his mom and you and the child in the middle. Yes. We are just okay. we just went through a divorce. Say that again? We just went through a divorce. I got divorced uh, um, July 24th of 2012. Okay. I really, really appreciate knowing that. Because I'm getting that the child in his mind, it's in my attitude, in his mind, really, really wants to see you. And I have to tell you, that the relationship that you guys should have is going to come back up again. I promise you. You're going to be celebrating having this child back in your life. Um, With this conflict... I got everything that you got, Tracy. Sorry, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I'm confirming. Thank you, Scarlett. With this conflict, um, you kind of have to wait for the change to occur because I think the mom is a little bit of a powerhouse. And I think he might be supporting her or following her lead a little bit. Does that make mm. sense at all? Yeah. Um, family's playing a big part in this. So I don't know if you got, like, kicked out of the family with this divorce, you know, but I feel like her family is really, really strong. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Tracy, it's ask- creeping me out. How, how, I mean, no, no. It's, just, it's, I, I'm, it's like I'm, you're taking the words right out of what I'm looking at. It's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Give me your take, Scarlett. 
No, I mean, I, I, I saw, you know, kind of like a lot of the, the shifty underhandedness. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw some shifty, like, stuff being, you know, done kind of on the down low. And for the, mm-hmm. for now, it's kind of like at a standstill, like at the four of swords crossing everything. I see your worry and anxiety, the nine of swords, all that. And the background, it's funny, just as you were saying, the mom and the, and her, the maternal um, line of the family seems to be a powerhouse. Um, in the distant background, I have the moon. I threw down the empress on top of that. So, yes. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like there's a lot of that control and just, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I see his intentions underlying everything as a hierophant. You know, he's, I, I mean, please feel free to jump in anytime here, Rayma. Um, but Thanks. I feel like your your efforts have been trying to like, you've been trying to show yourself as like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm trying to, right. I'm trying to like, you know, present myself as doing the right thing. I'm a good father, you know. I'm doing all the stuff that you're telling me I should do as a t- the mm-hmm. dad and you know wife as a divorce dad. Mm-hmm. And then in the future, in the near future, I got again what you just said that it felt like it change is coming, but it needs to go underground and be reborn. I got the hangman. The change mm-hmm. coming is the two That's of pentacles right. going underground. Mm-hmm. High priestess needs to be reborn. Death card on top of that. So mm-hmm. it feels like yes. It, right, it feels like it's just going to be a little bit of a waiting period before you can really get that. But ultimately, the final outcome card I got is the Two of Cups. So I do see it coming, just like you just described. I see that there, um, there's going to be an opportunity um, for you, if you haven't already done it, because it comes up in the position of, you know, what your take is in, the, in this particular situation. It's like the Ace of Pentacles. So if you haven't already planted a seed, for a new beginning with him, with your son, That's right. um, which I kind, of, I kind of feel like you already have. You've already kind of done that in this recent visit. Um, mm-hmm. That is that will eventually grow, and you will eventually mm-hmm. get to where you want to with your son, but just not right mm-hmm. away. It's gonna okay. take some time. And can I can I interrupt here too? By the way, the fact that in his attitude he wants he wants you in his life. Like, let's be really clear about that. I want to make mm-hmm. sure that you understand that the fight is worth it. He's 16 years old. This is one of those awkward stages that to get a divorce, not the best decision. But things happen, and I respect that. But in terms of how the kids feel, not the best decision. So you need to understand that he wants to have an active relationship in your life, regardless of what his attitude says. Okay. Does that make sense, Trayvon? I mean, uh, Trayvon? Yeah. I have two more questions. Wait, wait, wait. I don't mean to cut you off because this is really important. The other thing I want to bring out is there's a pregnancy in this situation, by the way. Uh, And there's a high, high. Well, if you don't have anybody in your life right now, right now that's pregnant, has to be right now, then your son has the potential of getting a girl pregnant, like yesterday. And oh. I, I would suggest that you begin to have some healthy man-to-man conversations about all of that. You know, I would say don't worry so much about the tug and pull between you and your ex-wife. I would say right now, today, be a man, and I don't mean it in that, in that way, like I'm going to be a man, but have those yes. manly conversations with your boy today. Because if this kid winds up getting pregnant, 
Everybody's going to blame you. Everybody's going to blame me? Oh, yeah. Who gets pregnant? They're going to blame you. Don't sleep. Don't think that they won't blame you. They're, our family will blame you. Are you on the outs with her family, by the way? Am I what? Are you on the outs with her family? Well, I'm not close with them. No, I'm not. Okay, okay. I mean, because it shows that her family is supportive um, and you, you're on the outside looking in, like peering in, like hoping, like, hey, guys, I'm not a bad guy. Like Solid said, I'm really a good guy, but they're not having it with you. So uh, my suggestion you know, based upon this reading, the most important thing that's coming out of this is not to worry so much about the tug and pull between you and your ex. Just okay. have these, you know, grown-up man conversations with your boy, loving, you know, play basketball, play video games, and in between all of that, talk to this kid about not having, you know, a baby way too soon. Okay. What I did get in the um, to support that, Tracy, is in the environment. I got the Ten of Wands, and I really feel like you're going to – the burden of, you know, just kind of continuing to develop the relationship with your son is going to continue to fall on your shoulders. You're going to just have to keep doing what you're doing, you know, just keep showing yeah. yourself to be consistent, keep showing yourself to be being, you know, a positive Fight influence. Fight him. Yeah. And, yeah, okay. and, and do that work because nobody in that – I don't get the feeling that anyone – in on his mother's side is is doing the work on your behalf to say like you know mm-hmm. your dad's a good guy blah 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 you know that's not happening and right. I definitely feel like maybe what Tracy please confirm if this is what you meant but it feels like yeah. if she gets if he does get someone pregnant um, it may turn into like well you know it's because you're you know he had total influence you know his father was never around to teach him and you know this is what happens that's when right. you know, kids come from a divorced home and. And, of course, you know, yeah. parents don't want to own any of that responsibility themselves, even though they were the ones who were there living with him this entire time raising him. So, you know, right. they look for a scapegoat, and the scapegoat would be you because you're the absent parent. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, listen. Want, I want to ask about my career and love, love life also. Okay, well, Rayvon, actually, we're going to have to cut you off. I'm so sorry because what we discussed with okay. you was so good and so heavy that to get into any other topic, we would have to dive in, like, just as heavy because there's a lot going on with you. However, I do want to invite you to, you know, call us at uh, the Green Man store. I'm, I'm Tracy and this is Scarlett. And, you know, get a 15-minute reading so that you could just, um, like, really get the full benefit of our psychic ability because we're good. It's okay. generally just a just a, a one question per caller show. Just 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 to open it up to giving more time to other topics and other callers. We certainly don't mm-hmm. mean to cut you off, but please no, we we welcome you to, to cut you come off. in. <laughs> well, I yes, love- we do, but we we don't mean to be rude in doing so. <laughs> right. Well, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> You're right, Scarlett. Um, but Mercury Pisces, man, I have to be diplomatic. I can't help it. No, you have to be, and I get it. But I just wanted to add, um, um, Raymond, that um, my Twitter is at Pop Culture Psychic. Um, so if if something comes out in terms of the update, you can always tweet me and be like, Tracy, this is what happened. But you know, please feel free, you know, to call us for a 15-minute reading so that we can really dive in and take care of you. 
Um, and it's at the Green Man Store. This is for everyone. I'm telling you, Rayvon, but it's for everyone. Um, at 818-985-2010. All right? All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Please keep us posted. Yes, and good luck with all of that. All right. Bye. Okay, so we're going to go back to celebrity psychic information. Yay. And we have a couple of things that we could discuss. And, okay, here's a good one we should discuss, because this one is going to go on all week next week. Amanda okay. Klein. Oh, good. I was so hoping that you were going to choose that, because I've been wondering what, yes. I mean, of all the things that you gave me, I was like, what is that even about? Like, what? I mean, I just keep getting glimpses or, you know, little snippets here and there about what's going on with her, and I didn't have a chance to really look at that. And So, yeah, just a little real quick synopsis, because, that one really intrigues sure. me most for some reason. I don't know why. Sure. Okay, so real quick, she is a Nickelodeon starlet. She had her own show. Um, she's one of those people, like we were discussing with Rihanna and Chris Brown and Justin Bieber, turned 18 and, you know, left her own devices. Um, <laughs> by no fault of anybody, she just happened to turn 18. There's some really, really good movies. I can't remember some of the movies. I remember she was in the Scarlet Letter. Wait, Scarlet, Scarlet something A. Oh, it was really good. I loved it. Um, that was a good movie. And then she was another movie with John Travolta. I never did my homework for America, so I'm sorry, but she was another really good movie with John Travolta. And so she has a lot, a lot of money. Somewhere along the line, she got mental illness. Okay? Okay. Now, was it something, do we know if it was something she was born with or? No. Well, wait a second now. Let's be really clear. Mental illness tends to run in the family. Um, right. It also can come out through drugs and alcohol. Um, extreme stress can, 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 you know, ignite it. Absolutely. It can be dormant and then show up at a particular, yeah. Exactly. It, it can lie dormant. Um, sometimes mental illness can be there and you can escape it your whole life. You do one wrong drug, one wrong mushroom, one one right. wrong, you know, um, blah, blah, blah. Now, it's my understanding that she only takes marijuana. However, I have a friend that said that he had a friend that took marijuana, and it made this woman crazy. You understand? So mm-hmm. marijuana can be an allergic reaction for some people, too. Oh, Apparently, yeah, absolutely. Her blood was tested, and the only thing that they found in it was marijuana. And everybody thinks, oh, well, it's just marijuana. She might have a allergic reaction to marijuana that brought about her mental illness. Yeah, you know, different, just, just, you really, it's too easy to, to give that kind of blanket statement with all, mm-hmm. all chemicals or all, like, you know, whatever. You don't know what, you know, what's actually going on in her her own um, neural pathways, you know, like what binding agents are combining and, and causing different, like just different things, you know, affect people differently, is my point. Exactly. exactly. So now, according to TMZ, who can be a little stinky in their reporting because I think she's a young girl, I think she has a mental illness, and good for them that they, they can make money off of her. I can't make money off Chris Brown and Rihanna's drama, but TMZ can make money off <laughs> You know? I don't want to make money. I, I can't find a way to do that. 
But PNG, those safety bastards are like every day reporting. And here's the thing, they're reporting a lot of bullshit, by the way. Like they get this much information, like, like you know, an inch, and they run it for a mile, and they'll run it day after day after day. My point to you is they say TMZ has diagnosed her, stated that someone has diagnosed her schizophrenic. Psychically, I don't get her schizophrenic. I totally get her bipolar, mm. you know. Um, oh, schizophrenia and... has – go ahead. No, schizophrenia, like you don't want that. That's so hard to do. No, no, I know. No, no, I just – I have a my yeah. one of my aunts has worked as a behavioral psychologist and you know she says yeah. you know she told me sometimes it, it it does lie dormant and frequently the age for it to come out if someone is going to express traits of it is around you know eighteen or so seventeen eighteen somewhere in there but, but no but the I'm not saying that that's what it is but no 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 but the difference how okay listen I'm not in, in the medical field by no means. But there is a difference between, like, okay, so there's a difference between schizophrenic and bipolar. Bipolar is very grounded, ironically. They go loopy and then they come back to reality. They go loopy and they come back to reality. Um, mm-hmm. Most times, medication can really, really work on it. Schizophrenia, and I don't want Psychic America to beat me up. I'm just dating from, a, you know, an innocence, you know, from what I know, from my personal innocence. Um, in, in my knowledge, not my personal experience, but in my knowledge, you're not grounded. You see things. You hear things. You know, your dog talks to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, there's a there's a fly on the wall, and that fly will talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't find those same reactions with bipolar people. They may talk to themselves, which mimics a schizophrenic personality trait, but they can come back to reality. You ask them what day it is, they will say today's Saturday. You know what I mean? You ask I, them what president. No, no, I, I, I definitely understand what you're talking about. Um, I mean, again, yeah, neither one of us, please, neither one of us are medical professionals. But I'm not an expert. I have, right. I have, I've had personal interactions and experiences with with some close people that were bipolar and and I don't know anyone up close that's this schizophrenic but from what I understand what you're saying makes sense. There's a dramatic yes. mood swing with, with people who are bipolar and they kind of have their moments of yes. manic and whatever and then yes. they come put it down. And then with schizophrenia there's, there's a more permanent like disconnect if they're not medicated. You know, it's just, they're just kind of dealing with schizophrenia on their own um, it right. seems like there's a more permanent struggle of a disconnect of whatever mm-hmm. the schizophrenia is causing them to perceive mm-hmm. as reality versus what they know is reality in their own minds, and it's a constant yes. struggle between that. So constant struggle. Uh, yeah. And here's the thing. So uh, Amanda Rice is from Thousand Oaks, California. At some point, she moved to New York, and it was there that she got out of control. I used to watch the Wendy Williams show, and, you know, they, the paparazzi would follow her. And you could see her. See, the good part of New York is that you can look crazy, you can act crazy. Nobody's going to care. We don't care. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, she started wearing this blonde wig that you would get from the um, Halloween store. You know that, like, the tackiest platinum blonde wig you can find. 
at the hollow like during Halloween time. It's made out of like polyester. It's horrible. So she thought it was I'm looking at it right now on the internet. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was a horrible Right, instantaneously. Um, and she has been out of control. She was living in this risky apartment and. If you know anything about New York City, when you live in a risky apartment, they don't like attention brought to their location. She started uh-huh. bringing attention to her location because of the paparazzi, blah, 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 blah. Finally, the, the, you know, the cops kind of wanted her. They kind of, you know, when they, they must have been like, if she does anything, count on her, bring her in, right? Turns out that, um, I, I don't know what happened. She was smoking in her New York City apartment. Somehow or another, somebody else opened up the door. They saw her smoking weed, literally took the bomb and threw it out the window. They arrested her, and then she got the clarity again. Then she was clear of mind, and she was like, prove it. Turns out, New York City couldn't prove it. Like, she made them look like assholes. (laughs) And (laughs) it was hilarious. And New York City went back to location. They're trying to pick up pieces of this and pieces of that. And it was just a nightmare. So now we've got this poor girl back out on the street. She goes to court and she tells the judge, tell New York City to prove it. And the cops are like, listen, judge, we, you know, we can't. And the judge is like, are you kidding me? Anything else, Amanda, you're free to go. So with that being said, she goes back to her apartment. But now the complex that she's living in, they're kind of done with her. Somehow or another, they got rid of her. I don't know how they did it because there are eviction laws to follow. But they did manage to get rid of her. She may have been homeless when all of a sudden she appeared in Thousand Oaks this week and wound up lighting a fire to her pants or something. To her what? Pops her to her pants. Like, I don't think the pants were on her, but she lit a, a pot like gasoline and fire. Like, who knows? And did a fire in front of somebody else's driveway. So sure. LA like you do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you do. LA picked her up <laughs> and LA put her on a 5150. Now, with that being said, I did a video back on Amanda back in January and predicted all of this, by the way. Like that nice. video literally has 10,000 views because it was so far back. And then it just came to fruition. I predicted that she would get arrested. I predicted her mental illness. Okay. With that being said, she's now on a wow. 5150. Yeah. Yeah. She's now on a 5150. Thank you. <laughs> I just like to took my own horn. <laughs> like um, you should. The, thank you. With the 5150, our parents now uh, is like, oh, my God, this is the perfect time for us to gain conservatorship over her. So I just want to look at what's happening between this this hold that they have on her, two-week-old mental illness, um, and her parents getting conservatorship over her. I just want to look at, like, what the next, you know, the, the, what the immediate future holds for Amanda Bynes. Okay. All right. Now, I never mind if you go first. Um, I went first the last time. So I okay. want to be able to, you know, balance out you know, sure, how we course. give the information for the public, you know? Sure, of course. Yep. And so the question is, what's Amanda's immediate future? Okay. 
Um, I see a lot of family support around her. I really do. Um, her mom shows up totally. in the distant background as the Queen of Pentacles. I have, like, a big totally. heart-to-heart discussion coming up for her, like, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody do think that it seems to be, like, it's going to have a positive impact on her. Um, it mm-hmm. almost feels to me like this is, you know, back to the previous part of this discussion earlier where you're talking about how, these stars kind of lose connection with their with their roots, mm-hmm. with the people that mm-hmm. really cared about them and have an emotional investment in their well-being. It almost feels mm-hmm. like she's going to be kind of reabsorbed into that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I do feel like, um, I mean, they really want they want that 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 they want this impact to really come and 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 help turn her life around. Um, mm-hmm, getting some kind mm-hmm. of frustration and difficulty there with her. Um, mm-hmm, I do, for the most mm-hmm. part, see it having a positive impact. Like the outcome, I, I have the magician, so I see her going through some changes. Um, also, this is media-related, I feel like... I feel like it. it's, it's almost like... She, her family is going to be basically the building block that she needs, the stability that she needs to help her balance between taking care of her own yes. health and still maintaining mm-hmm. her her appearance in the media or her, her career, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you still have mm-hmm. to like, do your job. Like they, they don't want her to, to give that up, of course. I don't – I see her father really money. kind of stepping yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Her, totally. It's funny. Both of the parents show up, and I got the, um, the Queen of Pentacles in the distant background, but the father shows up more like in the um, in the environment. Well, not just below the environment, like the you know the attitude of all of it. He's he's. Um, let me see here. Let me. Let me is there a space, please? So, I mean, because I'm still I'm still looking at it all and sort of processing it, but I do feel I get some underlying. Um, Frustration, tension, difficulty. I think I don't. It's it's definitely not going to be an easy juggle for her. But mm-hmm. her mom kind of comes across to me a little bit like a stage mom. It's like on the one hand she does have mm-hmm. her daughter's best interest in in um in mind, yes. mm-hmm. but she also seems to have like a like a high standard for what she wants for her daughter's life. And mm-hmm. I feel like she's very much going to be coming in because she shows up underlying as the Queen of Wands on top of um, mm-hmm. on top of on top of the Five of Wands with the Three of Pentacles, Queen of Cups. She's mm-hmm. you know she, it's a combination. It's kind of like she comes in mm-hmm. as a stage mom and she wants to push her in the right direction, but it's also mm-hmm. because she genuinely cares about her daughter. She's like, oh, this is your life. Don't mess up your life. What are you doing? Like you know, just. Yeah, you got to get a brain on things, and so I feel like she's going to be there to try to like push her. Um, a lot remains to be seen, though, because in the environment, mm-hmm. I got the two of wands. It's like they're still not really sure like which direction things are definitely coming to a head, though, with all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, it's like I feel like they're just going to be really sitting her down and be like, "Look." Um, I do see her coming out, though. I, I see her. Yeah. It's like, because the final outcome I got was the Empress in the Moon. And the Moon, as you know, is also very indicative of the entertainment industry. And I just yes. feel like um, she's she's got enough smarts. Like, just like she yes. told him, like, prove it. 
it's like she's got enough smarts combined with her family support to kind of like help navigate her decisions and her situation. I mm-hmm. feel like it's like they're all going to like collectively pull together and get her through. Like, like okay, you well, got to clean all this up. Like, I, I love the stage mom part of what you uh, brought out. So that's actually very, very interesting because I actually know Amanda Mai. All right. She was on a really? television show. Mm-hmm. I have a whole other history that I never tell anybody about. Look, but. Look at you. Okay. <laughs> the mini lives of Tracy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I told you a wealth of useless information. Like, <laughs> I would be in situations and I'd be like, okay, God, why, why am I here? Why do I have to know all this? And right, sure enough, right. it comes back, you know, comes full circle. So this is my version of full circle, but. Um, she okay. was on a television show called All That mm-hmm. and on Nickelodeon. My son was on the same television show. Okay. Just just when Amanda got her own show on Nickelodeon, which I think was called the Amanda Show, show then my son's group came in to the All That series. So there are times when the shows, you know, intertwined. And so you would get to meet the mom and, you know, Amanda Bynes, and everything's normal and copacetic because everybody's 13, 14, 15, 16, right? Right. What's interesting, what you said about the stage mom effect, here's what I've noticed is most of the moms in the, you know, in, 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 the, in the industry, they don't care what happens. They, and I don't mean this in a bad way with Amanda's mom, but they care about keeping the integrity of the actress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can well, yeah, see. I mean, that, that's going to affect the career, so, which is the whole point. But I could kind of see where this is a, a huge embarrassment to the mom. And in, in terms of trying to get her back, get, get Amanda back, the mom, the stage mom, the mom inside of her, but the stage mom is saying, I want you back because I want you to be the best that you could be in the entertainment industry, as opposed to saying, baby, I just want you back. There might be a little right. bit of... Right. And I, that's what I was getting that you, and it's funny you should say that because I actually saw the sister and the dad making a bigger impact on Amanda than the mom and the dad. I'm not saying the mom doesn't care. I'm saying I thought it was interesting that you brought out this whole stage mom thing, you know, coming from the mom in, in this day and age. Mm-hmm. But I got the sister that was going to make a bigger impact for Amanda's and- mental health. Okay. Right. Okay. So that being Which said, card? I also, oh, well, I guess the sister is the queen of swords, but it's somebody that might be a little bossy to her. It may not, she may not be a queen of swords, but she may have, like, sure. she may be able to yell at Amanda more than the stage mom can. There's a difference. You know what? When you're a stage mom, I guess, because I've been in the business, you don't yell at your kids. I'm a little different. I've had problems when producers have come to me and they're like, we need Brian to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm like, hell no. You know what I mean? I would be like, no. Uh-huh. And, oh, by the way, I'll cancel this contract. And then they would say, <laughs> so if, if you cancel, we'll sue you. And we're like, good, good. Because the last thing you're going to do is make my son out to be blah, 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 blah. Do you see, do you see what I mean? Like, I'm that mom that would be like, fuck oh, no. Right. Like, money does not need that much. Fame does not mean that much to me. Like, when I, mm-hmm. when I want to say at the end of the day I'm proud of my son, it's not going to be because 
he was just an actor. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a way where 13-year-olds should not, like a parent should not be saying, I'm proud of you because you're on a Nickelodeon TV show. You know? Right. I want to be able to say, I'm proud of you because you've made some really healthy, conscious decisions in your lifestyle. See the difference? Exactly. Yeah, well, completely. And, you know, you live with integrity. Exactly. But in, a, in the you, entertainment field with stage moms, all that integrity gets a little convoluted. It gets a little twisted. And the proudness, I can't tell you how many people will say to these kids, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I'm sitting back going, for oh, what? These kids are being themselves. <laughs> Right. You're raising a narcissist. Um, you know what's funny is that, and the reason I brought up the mom is because, like, in my reading, I got all queens except the source. Like, it's like it's, the mom is, like, being all things and always. It's like, I want to be supportive. I want to encourage you. I want to care about you. I get that. You, but you, you know, ultimate, and this is how I raised you. Go ahead. But what's her ultimate goal? And you brought up stage mom, and I'm like, damn it, that's right. her ultimate goal. That what's more important to her is that everybody go back to remembering that she's a star rock. She's a star. Right. Whereas it's like, we've got this sister, we, which is going to be like, Who the, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop. Right. But that nice. being said, I did get the temperance card, which means a little mixture in her meds and time um, for her to get some real mental clarity, real, like, not to pretend that she's capable of, like, you know, pulling off. Not to pretend, mm-hmm, it's a mm-hmm. real med mixture that she has now mine. Now, the parents want conservatorship. Um, and I'm looking at the card. Um, I just don't see where that's going to happen. I don't Interesting. think they're get conservatorship. I don't think they're going to be allowed to get conservatorship. I think Amanda's going to be allowed to get herself corrected. As long as she wants it, I think the judge is going to say, let's spend the next four months looking at this before I give away her life and her conservatorship and her money. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. I think they're going to put the brakes on. I don't think they're going to say no. I think they're going to put the brakes on. And as long as the judge puts the brakes on and believes in her, I think Amanda's going to get herself clean. Yeah. I, I see that. I see that happening. Do you see them getting conservatorship? No, I just see the desire for it. <laughs> I just I see them there. I see them really wanting it, but I don't see it necessarily. I don't see it coming going the way that they want it to go. Um, ooh, and now I see the penis it showing up. You know, like, can you see if they're going to get it? Like, I wonder if they could just get it temporarily, and then maybe she has to go back into court again and then get it back again. I just think ultimately she's going to be on her own recognizance. She's going to be with meds on her own recognizance. I think she's going to have to double back and do this again, by the way. Oh, man. we got 90 seconds left. I know. It's like we, we, we just don't have enough to to continue to wrap this up. I Incidentally, I got some guy coming up. I don't know who it is, but I got the King of Wands um, followed by the Tower. So I don't know if there's a man involved that's influencing her. But in any case, um, I do see her, you know, straightening things out one way or the other. I do not see conservative ship happening. Um, I got the four cups with that. Like, it's like 
uh, they get something, but they're not satisfied with the... But it's funny. My final outcome was the Four of Cups. What do you see that as? Um, it's on the hopes and or fears. I threw it on top of the Ten of Pentacles. It's like I see the hope for them getting that. The, they they want mm-hmm. it with the Ten of Pentacles. Mm-hmm. But then I got the Four of Cups on top of it, Page of Cups and the Queen of Swords. I just don't see it necessarily like I see them being a little bit butthurt and pissy about the compromise that they get. Like they get something, but they're not really that happy about how it works out. So the Four of Cups to, to you means a little bit but not a lot or – it means discontent. It means, like, dissatisfaction. Oh. Like, I have something oh, that I'm not yes. entirely thrilled about, you know, like, okay. the other option looks better. <laughs> or, oh, okay. you know. Okay. Well, and I could see that. I could see where they're, like, um... So, like we said, maybe if it's temporary and it's not permanent, or, like, the judge said, well, we're going to give you some time, and they're like, yes. oh, that's not exactly what we were looking for, but all right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, because I feel like the judge is going to say something like, like, I don't think she has to go to court until August or whatever, and I, I don't think she's going to wind up in court, by the way, too soon, because out of fairness to her, and California has some really strict laws on mental illness, so it's really, mm-hmm. really hard to look at somebody and go, we're going to take over your life, because California is like, fuck you. No, they have rights. Um, we have way too I, many, I, and we <laughs> to deal with that in our court system. What you saying? That we've got way too many, way too much of that in in our too state to deal with that. Right, right. Or but sometimes you can look in a case like Amanda Bynes where she has millions, and the parents want to take it over, and it's kind of like, what's your motive? Like, what? I, right. I always take the wrong way. What? What's truly your motive? And when you brought mm-hmm. up stage mom, that triggered something inside of me because that's like, what's really, really your motive? Is your is really your motive to really get her millions? I'm not saying that they don't have their money of their own, they live in Thousand Oaks, they have a beautiful home, you know, but millions is millions. <laughs> and they also just may want control of her life to make sure it's like, well, no, you're, you're exactly. messing this up, so we want to, we want to do this right because we we've invested too much, we taught you better, we have higher standards, and you're not going to ask this up. No, 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 that's a good point because they also could be saying, oh, by the way, we don't want the world to see that we're fuck-ups. So, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So we're going right. to, you know, come in with the knight in shining armor. We're going to save our daughter. And we're going to show the world that we're the best parents in the world. There's, there seems to be something else going on with the conservatorship is what I'm getting. Not yeah. that she doesn't need saving. She needs saving. But we have to give her the opportunity um, to save herself. We just have to. With that being yeah. said, Scarlett, I'm just going to take one more call because I know this person wants to speak with you more than anybody. Um, so just... Let's just do another five minutes. Is that okay? Sure. Oh, good, good, good. Kimberly? Uh-oh. Kimberly, you're on the line. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, how are you? Not bad. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? (laughs) Hi, I'm I'm great. I'm great. So, Kimberly, um, you texted me on Facebook and... One, we know that you're moving to Atlanta. Two, we know you found a place and then it didn't work out the way you wanted. Um, mm-hmm. I have a funny feeling that you kind of want to talk to Scarlett, which is cool. Um, so, what's <laughs> your question? <laughs> okay. Um, I had uh, you were on the show before, and I was letting you know that I was moving, and you told me that um, there are going to be a couple of bumps that it's not going to go out, go the way that I wanted to go, and it didn't. In fact, I am. Um, 
my aunt uh, opened her home to my son and I to stay here temporarily until yes. we find a place. Yes. And, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's, it's a really, really nice house. When I say nice, it's really, really nice. Anyway. Right. Um, oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. And take and, your um, time, so, that's, that's the biggest gift that came out of that invite. Take your time. Okay. Okay. So give so, her the question. What's the, what's the question? Okay. The question is, um, am I going to uh, uh, find um, a place? And, you know what? More than that, I know I'll find a place. My thing is, am, is my um, – my in, is my fi- finance is going to increase. I I have a new job, um, and I'm grateful that I have a job. But I just I want to make a little bit more money than the salary is going to give me. Okay. All right. I know we have to wrap this up. So I'm going to try to get into this real fast. Tracy, please feel free to kind of follow mm-hmm. with up mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I will. I'm here. Um, okay. Have you have you been considering a change of a, either a change of position within the job that you're in or somehow like I just see you making some drastic decision re- regarding it because I got the Knight of Swords mm-hmm. with the cross face up. I see, and then the King of Pentacles is overlying, underlying is the Emperor. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going through all these cards. It helps me process it. But um, I, see you make, I see you transitioning in a way that ultimately, yes, mm-hmm. does increase your, 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 you're much happier. You are a lot happier, which tells me that, yes, you will probably be getting what you want. You'll be getting more money. Um, there's a celebration coming up. That's what comes up as a final outcome. I got the Three of Cups, so... Um, and I do feel like there's going to be a new leaf turned over. You're definitely being guided. Like, I think I said this before in, in your last reading, because I think you also got the star in your last reading. There's a lot of spiritual guidance and, and blessing that's surrounding you right now. So if there's a lead for you to perhaps pursue, even if you have to change jobs, I mean, you know, I know you just oh, got wow. there. I know, wow. I know that's what you're telling me. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. you will change jobs. I'm saying that something about what you're doing is going to change, whether it be within that company that you move to a, like a slightly different mm-hmm. position where you get promoted. Mm-hmm. But I'm also saying because the death card is usually so complete, it's like a very, you know, an ending of some kind and a reopening in a, of a new door. It's not mm-hmm. just an ending. It is reopening of a new door. So just be open to other opportunities that come to you, even if they're outside mm-hmm. of the company that you're, you're currently working at, because I see it working out for you. So ultimately, okay, yes, Charlie, I do see let that. Let me interrupt real yes. quick. Let me interrupt. Uh-huh. Um, you didn't know this, but she actually got another uh, invite for um, um, an interview at another school. And with that being said, Kimberly, I pulled my cards the same way, and I know that you asked about money. Um, mm-hmm. I got you walking away from the job that you're taking on right now. Okay. Well, let me and let me just tell you about the other job. I didn't take it because it wasn't. It just it didn't resonate with me. It's okay. Um, Something's it gonna go on when you get down there. Something's gonna go okay. on with the position that you have when you get down there. The chances are that Scarlett said that you could um, transition to another position or 
the way I'm looking at the cards, you also could leave the position and go someplace else. So I just want to remind you to keep everything open. I'm kind of glad that you don't have um, a place to um, call your own down there because there definitely is going to be a transition for you. Okay. And it might even, yeah, I'm, we keep getting that with you. Like, I remember because we were just right. saying, like, we just, things just are still in flux. They're still changing. Things are not, all the seeds and all the, all the players and the pieces are not settled to where they're finally going to be yet. And, and yeah. in your job, in your home. So just stay open to, because that was yeah. immediately, that was my gut feeling was that you would be leaving the company altogether. You'd be finding something. I, I mean, I threw in like, yeah, okay, maybe it's a different position within the company. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because sometimes I, it's even hard for me to some, sort of believe the things that I'm seeing. I'm just kind of like, but she got, she just got there. <laughs> so, but, so, but my ultimate feeling, my my initial gut feeling was that you you'd be leaving. You you you're gonna find something different, and it might come from something that you already. have same encounter with like some 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 position that you considered before and it comes back around um i say and that because here's the, the thing simply it could have something to do with your son the reason why you choose to leave okay do you mean just in like taking care of him monetarily or how how, how do you mean no no like um it, it could be he may not sit in well of the school um, oh. Or it could be sports related, and he might do better at a different school. And you're like, well, of course I want him here, but how about do you have any teaching positions? That way, you know, we can just do this together. Like there might be another reason altogether that's not even on your chalkboard um, that has to do with your child. Okay. With this position that you were offered. Um, and I'm, I'm just saying this just and because it, it won't hurt you to do it. This position that you turned down from the, the, the – Tracy mentioned you had another interview someplace else and you chose not mm-hmm. to take it. Um, mm-hmm. I threw down some more cards. Like, I got a card that indicates, like, someone from the past coming back in the immediate future. And so I'm kind of feeling like there needs to be more investigation for maybe with that position. It may not be that one, but I'm feeling like it's – I, the reason I say this, like, there's more, I feel like there's more knowledge there to look at. I got the hermit on top of that. I got the nine of swords and the hermit. I'm seeing that you're stressed and you're, it didn't feel right. Like you said, it didn't resonate with you. I'm not sure what the reasons were for that. But I see, like, the anxiety around it. And then I got the hermit, which tells me that, like, I think if you if you really, like, take a closer look at that and really kind of pick at it and ask more questions and, like, just say, like, well, this is what I'm comfortable with, this is what I'm not comfortable with, what can we do, you might find some other answers there that you didn't know that might make mm-hmm. it feel a lot better. So just, you know, if you, if you want to do that, I just don't think it would hurt you to do it because you've already kind of said no. And if you wanted to just kind of put out your feelers to get more information, it's like you don't have anything to lose. Um, right. If someone from your past, or if it's not them, if you get another, you know, somebody contacting you that you've you've met up with before, you feel like you have a good connection with, just be open to finding out more information. Don't let it bring up any anxiety. If it does, just, you know, ask more questions. You know, if you're feeling anxiety, take that as a cue as, like, I need to find out more information because I think that that will serve you. Does that make okay. sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really, but 
Okay. <laughs> well, well, hopefully it will make sense. Did not finding this place didn't make sense either, because I remember, you know, you kind of responded the same way, and then it came out. So, um, here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up, but um, yes. here's what yeah, I'm gonna say. To... I'm saying that this transition is a huge transition, and you absolutely need to get to Georgia. There's another transition in Georgia. Yeah, I'm already here. <laughs> oh, congratulations! Oh, I didn't know. You yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm at my at my, at my aunt's house. I'm already here. And, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But there's yeah. a there's another transition in Georgia. That maybe. Yeah, she's just saying that you do. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It just may not have nothing to. That's okay. It may not have anything to do with your location anymore. It may have some something more to do um, with your job and your and the school. There's another transition that's coming that actually could be so much better for you, Kimberly. It okay. feels good. Something is going to come along that's better. And ironically, I don't get it as a surprise. And when it does come along, I feel like you're going to be a little strapped, and I feel like you're going to say, shit, I've got this job. And, you know, these people kind of want me. What the hell do I do? Mm-hmm. Just remember right. that there's a transition coming along. So it's okay to, to move on to the next thing. It's better for you. That's what I'm seeing, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Getting to Georgia was the most important thing. That was the most important okay. thing. You're there now. Now that you're there, Something else is still coming through. So you could settle in if you want. The universe actually doesn't want you to settle in yet. Okay. That's definitely so that's why you can say have an open mind, have an open mind, because something definitely is going to come down the pike. It could come down in about two months, by the way. Okay. And when it comes down the pike, um, you're not supposed to say to yourself, God, I just took this job. Why am I here? Did we have this conversation? Was it you I had this conversation with when you first came aboard? This- yeah, you actually told me, um, I think yeah. maybe two months ago, that yeah. I would I would I would get a job, but then I'm going to be on a job and I'm going to be offered another job. There you go. That's what Scarlett's wow. talking about. Exactly. Oh. So you see how we can validate one another? And Scarlett, yeah. just so you know. Kimberly came on board, I think, my first day of um, starting the show, and it was one of those conversations where it was so open because she hadn't moved yet, so I could see everything very, very clearly. And I was like, you, uh-huh. you know, like she said, you're going to get a job, and then somebody else is going to offer you a job, and, you know, it's okay to go. Like, don't think you're stuck in any. And sure enough, you kind of said the same thing two months later. So what we're trying to help you figure out, Kimberly, is that you think you're worried about these things. There's a whole other thing that's coming along, which is one of the reasons why your people are not letting you find a location, because it would deter you from moving on to the next, you know, job location. So the Mm -hmm. universe is actually Mm -hmm. protecting you. Wow. Yes. I know that, like, the, the uncertainty and the constant transition feels just really... Um, alarming, and you don't feel secure, and you're. Yes. It doesn't feel like you, it doesn't feel yes. like you're being taken care of by the universe exactly. because you're going like, why would they leave me in this in this state exactly. of flux? Exactly. You are. 
sometimes they the change and the transition you. is a part of the blessing. So yes. you just kind of have to be oh. willing to be patient and go with it and and allow them to give you the, the signs as they're meant to happen in the right timing. You, It doesn't sound like, I mean, if this is what you got before, two months ago, you're still on the same path. Like nothing's exactly. really changed in terms of, it's like you just, it's just, you're just kind of checking in again to say like, okay, well, so. <laughs> What's going on? In, what the hell's going on? Wow. So, but here's the you're thing. Still, you're still under I just want to add, because you asked about money, and money didn't show up the way I would have expected it to show up, because you have a job, and you don't necessarily have to worry about, you know, first month, second month, blah, 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 blah. I don't see things working out for you financially until October, because I just see the next couple of months as to still the transition. I feel like another offer is going to come through, the way Scarlett uh, pointed out. Um, That could happen in the next couple of months. Um, and then money shows up. But here's what I'm going to offer you. Tell your auntie, you know, that you may want to, um, does she have children? Yes, yeah, she has a son, but he's grown. He lives in Florida. Okay, so she's by herself. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Okay, you might want to say, listen, I'm not really sure where things are going to go with me, and I want to be healthy when I make any decisions. So would you care if I stay through Thanksgiving, Christmas time? That way she's clear about it, you're clear about it, you can relax, and you let the energies come to you. Because if you're too worried about moving, you could actually miss the opportunity for this job to come through. Okay. So have an honest yeah. conversation with her. As hard as it is. Just try to relax to let, you know, yes. whatever's meant to come through, come through. Because um, the, the yes. more our energy tightens up, the more it's almost as if we kind of bottleneck the blessings from being able to kind of come through because we're so, like, tense and worried and stressed and when is it going to happen. And just try to breathe and just try to relax. And, and I think yes. that Tracy's idea is excellent because if you if you can get some confirmation of, like, okay, I've got security until right. the end of the year then I can breathe a little easier and take my time in doing this. And I think that's the better place of frame of mind that, that you should be in while you're doing all this. Because it is, you know, it's hard and it's stressful. Yeah, but... So I just see money coming in in a couple of months, and um, it has to do with this next transition of yours. Um, and I just feel like you're going to make a move to a new location in, like, three months' time. October is, is the bigger time frame for you. Okay. If you can't stay at your aunt's that long, I have to tell you, do not commit to any specific location. Get a cheap apartment, get a cheap studio for you and your son. Do not commit because the transition is going to be huge. And you want to make sure that you can get up and go. Don't sign any lease for a year. It's going to work against you. Okay. Agreed. Right? Okay, so, but okay. you know my my you know my son is going to be in school, and I mean I I I can I'm yes. a little bit stronger, so you yes. know I just right. want to have him in one place. I, and I appreciate that, but the location of your job is going to be the bigger problem. So you're one of the luckiest women I've ever met. Your son goes to school with you every day. That's a blessing, and I get it. Yeah. It's like a huge transition for him again and again and again. I get it, 
but at least you still will have your baby with you every day. So you'll help him through it, I promise you. Okay. Yeah, I do feel that he's going to be resilient. You know, it's I don't. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have any long-lasting damaging effects from all mm-hmm. this transition. You know, mm-hmm. he has. You know, I mean, it might be if you weren't there, but you know, you're you're there with him, and it, it'll still mm-hmm. be okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay. Okay. Well, I better get out. Of, we better get out of here, Kimberly. Um, you may okay. not hear this on the radio show. Um, one of the um. Actually, it's still recording. Uh, one of the girls, okay, it doesn't matter. Um, you might still be here, and I hope it continues beyond this and so that you can have it for record, Kimberly. You know? Okay. All right. All right, girl. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take it easy. All right. You too. Have a great day, both okay. of you. Thank you. you too. Bye-bye. All right, Scarlett. This was the best. You know, it's it's flowing. It's flowing better. It's getting easier. Let me tell you, I like the segment so much that I'm going to give it to, um, what's her name? Um, uh, Crystal? Oh, awesome. I'm going to have her post it on uh, my website. Would you like me to have her post it on your uh, Green Man site? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and I good. think we really should good. because, you know, we we said a lot of really lovely things about the Green Man and people that work there. And I think, oh, no, that, I think it should be something that, you know, really? definitely is linked to the and Green Man site. And Griffin. <laughs> well, I mean, it right. was relevant. It was relevant to the conversation. It wasn't, you know, for any other reason. So. Oh, no, totally, totally. And it was, I was waiting for that one segment. Um, because I talked to Crystal about it, and I was like, well, last week was all Bobby Brooks, so I couldn't, can't connect to her. And I didn't, I also didn't, you know, a lot of times I don't always tell you things, so I also didn't want to tell you and then make you nervous, you know, but the topic that we talked about today was just so relevant and open and wasn't biased, you know, in any one direction. And uh-huh. so... This is this this episode is actually the best one to share publicly. I, I all I right, girl. Let me get out of here. All right. Always a pleasure, Tracy. Thank you. Bye, Psychic America. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>